Good evening. I'm Marcus Leader, and I would like to invite you on a journey of discovery as I pull back the veil and give you a glimpse of the multiverse through the eyes of a Toltec shaman. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and turn down the lights. You're now listening to The Shaman's Brew. Hello and welcome to tonight's show. Last week I started my my fireside lessons and I was going to continue with uh, the first of the actual teachings this week, but I've decided to hold off for a couple of weeks, primarily because I have uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley and Phil Imbrogno coming on next week, and I didn't want to interrupt the uh, sequence of teachings by too long a time between them. So I've decided to put it off for a couple of weeks. I have a couple of guests coming on, and once... Uh, once I've done that, then we'll go ahead and start the fireside teachings. So be sure to tune in next week when I do have Rosemary Ellen Guiley and Phil Imbrogno on speaking about the Vengeful Gen, their new book that uh, was released just this month. This is an incredibly important topic. That's something that reaches so far into the paranormal and uh, many of our own personal experiences as paranormal investigators that I think everyone, every paranormal investigator out there needs to have this book. Tracy Savage and I will be teaming up again and interviewing Rosemary and Phil. The broadcast will start on my show at, uh, at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and will complete on Tracy's show, Savage Science, at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So it'll be a non-stop two-hour interview, one that you will not want to miss. For tonight's show, I'm going to do a little bit of a, somewhat of a marketing experiment, if, if you want to call it that. Um, the show that got me started in radio, even thinking about it, uh, was a show called uh, WPBN, and that stands for the Wiccan Pagan Broadcast Network. That show is no longer on the air. It was on the air for about 10 years. Then it was uh, went off the air, and it has not been back on, nor have the, any of the episodes. I have been thinking about uh, bringing that show back in some form, and before I make the arrangements with uh, the people involved, I, uh, I wanted to play part of one of the shows in tonight's show, and get your opinions. And this is very, very important that I hear back from you. Uh, if you like the show, you know, let me know if you want to hear more, or if you think it sucks, let me know. And uh, all it takes is just a simple email, and you can reach me at toltechshaman at gmail.com. That's T O L T E C. S-H-A-M-A-N at gmail.com I would really, really appreciate your input on this. Let me know what you think. And if it's something you uh, might want to hear more of, I will see what I can do about making the arrangements. On an entirely new show, a new version of WPBN. With that, I present to you 
an episode of WPBN, the Wiccan Pagan Broadcast Network. Jazz, gotta love it. <laughs> you know, you don't hear that much. Actually, that's and that's what's so cool about those folks. That was uh, Kiva, Kiva, live at the Forest House, yeah, Forest Inn, Forest Inn, right? Forest Inn. Yep. Yeah, that's it. You know, and <laughs> we've been doing the Witching Hour for we did a, the Witching Hour for a week straight of a Dragon Fest. Yeah, twenty four seven. Oh yeah, well yeah, sleep is optional. Yeah, <laughs> and I know I didn't get a whole lot of sleep, but you know that was because I found out when I got there that I was staff. Actually, I did get a lot of sleep. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The first year I went, I was merch. Oh yeah, you were a merchant this year. Yeah, I was. How was that? 
It was cool. I met everybody at Dragonfest. I didn't have to go around and hunt them. You know, that's that's the cool thing about they it. I've, all I've, I've came heard that about, by my little shop. Well, I've heard that about Dragonfest. If you want to meet every, if you want to meet everybody, just stand in one place and they'll eventually come by. Especially if you're down by the community center, which is where Merchants is. Sure. Uh, you know, everybody will stop by sooner or later. It was so cool. Uh, you know, I was I was out and about running back and forth because uh, you know Alderon was head of safety. So <laughs> I we we you know, went up for for setup. We, so I went up a couple of days early to help set up. And so I just we, went we up. All, yeah. Yeah, we got all that taken care of, so we're all over at the kiosk getting ready to register for Dragon Fest. And so I'm out there, and I put my wrist out, and my friend Kalina uh, puts a band on me. I look at it, and it's, it's a big red band that says staff, which makes sense to her because I've been staffed for the past, what, eight years? The banded dragon. Yeah, so uh, so you know, I, I look over at, uh, at Alderaan and said, so uh, do you need some help with safety? Ah, uh, Mark Leader was supposed to show up for Dragon Fest. He was. He had a problem, and it didn't really scare me or spook me or anything, but uh, it was kind of like, you know, I was all excited to meet Mark. I was, too. But, uh, you know, things happen, and uh, his boss became ill and needed Mark to stay and work, and Mark was just like, well, you know, it's my job. And we understand that. So. You know, it's a it's a bad break. It's you know it's unfortunate, but uh, that sort of thing happens. Uh, you know, having gone, well, you know, and and this one, one of the things you got to prepare for. Some of the things that have happened that can't prepare for, we'll talk about later in the show. <laughs> but one of the things uh, that we do need to mention right now is our sponsors. Oh yes, go ahead. Spirit Ways, and that's www.spiritways.us www.spiritways.us. We're using the new got, identifier. got a new website now. Yeah, dot cool. us. Dot us. And uh, go to their website. Nancy's always excited to have email from people who listen to WPBN. So click on it, email, and say, hey, look, you know, we heard it on WPBN. We heard about you Full on the circle. radio. Yeah. Yeah, she'll be happy to hear that. Right? And for those people who don't know, WPBN means the Wicca Pagan Broadcast Network. Yeah, it's only been going on for about 10 years now. Actually, it's our birthday month. It, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. September, September. Mayburn, 1997. Yeah. We first turned it on at 16 kbps. Yeah. Can you believe that? 16 kilobits. And that was a fast modem. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very to, fast modem. We had to make it play on 28.8. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, back in the day when the shows were live, oh, we couldn't fix our mistakes back then. <laughs> what mistakes, Greg? We didn't have any mistakes. <laughs> I had mistakes way back when. I don't know about you, but I had mistakes way back when. Some of the tape shows we kept from that era. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's just like, you know, it's, uh, I'd listen to them and go, oh, man, did I really say that? Well, and, you know, and I remember opening my show every every week with uh, Spellbound by uh, Triumph. Yeah, yeah. And it's we like... didn't have to worry about uh, Ask Cap <laughs> or BMI back then. Yeah, nobody was now, listening now to Now we worry about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but uh, no, Dragon Fest was a blast. Um, it looks like uh, it looks like a good possibility that I'm finally going to get to start my fire clan that I've been wanting to do for the past couple of years. We're not going to talk about what happened. No, to have no, that. no, 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 no. It, it, it was something. It was something that was necessary. But uh, I think that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, you know, a little more, a little responsibility around the fires is a good thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. And uh, both, you know, Dragon Fest this year, we had a couple of problems, minor, minor problems, really. Uh, it, for the most part, I think everybody who went there was unaware of them unless they were uh, directly involved. Yep. Um, and so it was a great Dragon Fest. It was a very relaxing week. Uh, had a, I had a great time. Did you have a good time? Um, not no sure if I had no good time, man, but uh, the mead was awful good. Oh, the mead. Yeah, we Walker, won't talk. Walker well, came up with his mead, and then... Uh, see, I never I never, I never, never ran into Walker when he had a bottle of mead. I ran was, into him several times, but not when he had a bottle of mead with him. Well, you needed to be camped near now, him. Now, were you, were you taste testing the, uh, the, uh, the love potion number one? 
test tasting my rear end. We were putting it in chicken broth thing that I made. Chicken broth thing? Well, you know, Toby and I were up there early, and Walker was up there with us. Right. And we had our puppies, and right. some other things happened uh, that we're not. We're talk, we'll, we'll talk about later in the show. I, sure. I keep, yeah. you know, getting people in because I don't want to get involved in this because once I get to start talking about this, it's going to be <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Walker was missing his puppy, so he ran down a hill real quick. And yeah, we, we grabbed his puppy and brought him up. Yeah, when when we first ran into him, yeah, we had, we, him. we we had our dog. Yeah, had a dog fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta have it. Well, yeah, um, you know, you're you're familiar with his love potion number one. Everybody yeah. everybody asks him why it's called love potion number one as opposed to you know love potion number, number nine. nine. He says, well, that's because I got it right the first time. And uh, you know, and, and he 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 says right there, you know, if you ask him, even if you don't ask him, if you if you buy a bottle of the, uh, or if you get a bottle of the Love Potion Number One, he'll tell you it's ensorcelled to cause amorousness, which is a which is not something you actually need to have at Dragon Fest. There's plenty of amorousness there anyway. No, I needed but that at Dragon. I needed it. Certainly I, doesn't I needed hurt. that at Dragon Fest. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, and, and I, I can I can tell you from firsthand experience, it does work. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll have to try that next year. Yeah. Uba, uba duba. Yeah. We're, we're going to do that next it's year. It's some yeah. good stuff. And it tastes fantastic, especially if you like the sweet meat. Actually, what we used to cook the chicken in was the raspberry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, Fruity kind of flavor going Apparently, there. what was getting people in trouble uh, this year was the, uh, uh, the um, uh, not the ambrosia, the... Um, Starts with an S, and I can't think of what it's called. I hate when that happens. Um, Don't you, though? Yeah. Well, you burned out a few brain cells. Okay, no, that's not it. It's sangria. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, the blood sangria? The sangria. Oh. Yeah, apparently there were quite a few people who who brought sangria and and got really, really in it before, during, and after (laughs) Dragon Fest. Uh, Yeah, it was the sangria, apparently, was the the big. um, Well, we we found out about age and and drinking and puppy piles and things like that that transpire up at dragon fest you just found out about this oh, no 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 you know you're getting old when oh. you're in the middle of a puppy file and the only thing you can think of is damn that bed sure does feel good <laughs> yeah yeah I, I guess i'm getting old well you know and uh, you know i'm camping on the ground at this point so yeah i've got a couple of uh, pads that i put under my sleeping bag so you know the bed is not that much more comfortable than the ground anyway but uh, uh, you know, and it was a different kind of Dragon Fest. There were there were some people who um, who were they weren't new to Dragon Fest, but uh, there were some some traditional things that didn't happen this year. The the hedonists uh, who actually have been doing it for years. Yeah, they all there. had babies. They all had babies, so they were they were in camp with the with the kids, which <laughs> I think is a cool. Amazing how I, quick you change from <sighs> when, yeah. you, when you have I think, a child. I think with that you. was the coolest thing is that they brought the kids, and you know they're all like under a year old. Uh, in fact. Um, um, Candace was 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 well pregnant last year at Dragon Fest. Oh yeah, she had a child just after November, Dragon Fest I, November, last year. December, yeah, I want to yeah. say, and uh, you know, and so they were they were playing parents uh, the whole week, and they they camped up away from where they usually were, so there would be no confusion. They brought the the big dome tent that they had, but it was now instead of the Hedona Dome, it was the Kidona Dome. Because it was for the kids. The Kidonodome. Kidonodome. Yeah, Kidonodome. Yep. Yeah, and uh, there were some other people who uh, who want, tried to take over um, and and do the the hedonist thing. It wasn't quite the same thing. I yeah, you know they were they were calling themselves the hedonists. I'm sorry, I just really can't go it, along with yeah. that. They were not the hedonists. Yeah, the hedonists they, were were doing their thing in the dome. You know, they uh, needed to work on that. It was just one of yeah. those things that just wasn't quite there. Well, the hedonists, you walk into the dome and and you know there's a mass of bodies, breathing bodies and stuff. You walked into Wolf Camp and they're playing spin the 
bottle and, and truth or dare. So there's a slight difference there. Yeah. So, you know, it was not the hedon- hedonist sort of thing that I'm used to. I would I have no problem calling Wolf Camp because that's who they were, and I, they had, I had a great time while I was there, but it certainly was not the hedonist. Well, here's what I had. I got lucky, and uh, S.J. Tucker was there mm-hmm. at Dragon Fest this year, and so was Joe Credit from Sona. Right. Joe came all the way back from Kansas to do an interview as soon yeah. as I got back into town on Sunday night. Oh, really? Yeah, and we threw the interview together really, really quick. Um, S.J., on the other hand, had to go to Nashville, but we did get a music video of her doing Mama Dragon. Cool. So if you want to see S.J. Tucker's music video, you can either pause now, wait till the end of the show, and go to the uh, common thread area mm-hmm. and uh, there's a video up there and it's a short little one it's about uh, four and a half five minutes long and it's a music video of sj tucker cool and she does her music so well that i didn't have to worry about sinking oh yeah it, it was really was quality. scary yeah. that she had a rhythm that was that tight yeah yeah. I've never worked with anybody like that. Joe, on the other hand, came down here and talked about all the fun stuff that goes on over at PSG, Heartland, Dragon Fest. You know, the, the, the cool things that he does. And we had a request for country music. At, at Dragon Fest? No, on the Internet, on, on off, the internet. The, off our website. Oh, okay. You know, one of the guys on the uh, – and we do have a, a list – a, a Yahoo group. Yeah. If you'd like to join it, just go to Yahoo group and type in WPVM. Boom, well, there we are. Yeah, you know, I almost and had, join. I almost had to break up one of their parties at Dragon Fest this well, year. Well, yeah. Well, let me get on with this a sec. Uh, here's exactly what happened. Um, you know, Joe and me get invited to a bunch of parties to go play guitar and what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like on Wednesday, and it was just like, SJ Tucker, me and Joe, in the Merchant Center, Thursday morning, Beat Arlo Guthrie to death. Really? Beat Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young to death. Okay. Every 69 protest song, 69 to <laughs> 1971 protest song we knew we played uh-huh. in three-part harmony. Yeah, yeah. And everybody goes, well, why don't you guys do that again? Well, it's kind of like a fish concert, man. It only happens sort of, once, yeah. and you had to be there. So Yeah, and I unfortunately, I wasn't there. I think I had the radio on was working safety at the time. I tell you what, let's just do this. Let's just go to the interview I did with Joe Credit. Okay. And you're listening to WPBN Full Circle on KQRP FM 106.1, Salida, California, Fellowship of the Earth. I live way out in Kansas where the prairie is so pretty Found myself at Gaia, which is down near Kansas City Some folks were singing round a fire and man it made me mad Cause every time they sang a song it sounded awful sad So I found this little problem in my personality I lay too much emotion on what's mere modality But I got a question, someone please explain to me Why must pagan music always be in a minor key? So I say let's do the pagan polka It's gonna win you over Dance from dusk till dawn Or till the meat's all gone First you take your clothes off, get as naked as you dare Dance around the fire, throw your arms up in the air Do the pagan polka till you see the rising sun Happy 
pagans, pagans, polka, happy, having fun. So let's do the pagan polka. It's gonna win you over. Dance from dusk till dawn, or till the mead's all gone. This crazy polka beat. As we dance and wave our arms The neighbors think we're crazy And our children think they're right But we still do the pagan polka Every single night So let's do the pagan polka It's gonna win you over Dance from dusk till dawn Or till the mead's all gone This crazy polka As we dance and wave our arms The neighbors think we're crazy And by George they may be right But we still do the pagan polka Every single night So let's do the pagan polka It's gonna win you over Dance from dusk till dawn Or till the mead's all gone And the mead's Oh, Joe, how are you doing? Okay, okay, not bad for an old fella. <laughs> Good for an old fella. <laughs> I'm speaking with Joe. Credit. And you are the guitar player, songwriter for... Sona. Yeah, see how I get you to point, point at you and you do all this cool stuff for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm so glad to have you in the studio. He's here because he was at Dragon Fest, ran to Kansas real quick, came back, and uh, we're recording this uh, somewhere around the 16th of August. So good to have you here, bud. Well, thanks. Oh, good to be man, here. Man, we had a great time. Oh, Dragon Fest was the bomb. It was wonderful. Oh, man, right? I tell you what. One thing that uh, that kicked my ass, everybody else's, too, is that uh, S.J. Tucker was there. Oh, yeah. yeah had me Susan the, was wonderful, Had me the, always. the band Witchcraft, and it was just like the band went somewhere else, and it was you, me, and uh, S.J. Tucker. Just yeah, that out. one morning, we just sat there picking away at, and well, actually murdering a bunch of cover tunes. and Yeah, and, murdering Arlo Guthrie really yeah. well, Mur- murdering Crosby, Stills, Nash. <laughs> Yeah, I can say that. Well, we, I guess we got a lot of feedback on that one, didn't we? Yeah, they loved it. They really, really did. And it was, uh, you know, well-received, and they kept on wanting us to do more and more. I'm going, no, you know, it's one of those concerts where if you miss it, exactly, you've missed it. That, that's what pagan musicians do. We like to jam a lot. Speaking of jamming a lot, that was pagan polka? Yes. It was your first song, right? Right. It was the first song I ever wrote for other people. It was the first song I wrote about a pagan festival, and it was the first pagan festival I ever went to back in 99. Oh, God, which one was it? Uh, Heartland back in, in uh, near Kansas City down at Camp Gaia. God, I love Heartland. Oh, Heartland's great. It? Oh, yeah. There's so many people there, and they're all family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it rains, 
and the mosquitoes have to call in oh, for uh, you know landing permission. Oh, sure. Well, you know, at least you know they're if they keep fighting, the big ones aren't going to come. Oh, that's all right with Dragon Fest. The uh, deal is, this is you're, you're lucky to freeze your ass off at night. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's like up the uh, up in those mountains, they have nine months. Of- Winter and three months of cold weather. But we like it that way. Okay. Hey, I got one for you. Quick question here. Uh, How long have you been writing uh, pagan music? Just since 99? Since 99, yeah. And you've got two CDs out. Yeah, two of them. Well, I'm working on a third one. I have enough material. I just need to remaster a couple of the tracks and get them out. Uh, It's a a solo project. Uh, Most of the the, uh, tracks are done by me, all the instrumentals and all the vocals. The question, the big question I've got, is when you write these, what what, what goes through your mind? Because this has obviously got a country kind of a flair to it. Well, my background is in folk music and country music and jazz and classical. Well, I actually have a degree in music. I played in every other every kind of band there is, and I've been doing it for a long time. I learned. In fact, my I was talk telling somebody about my first playing gig tonight it was in 1950. Nine. I was eight years old. Fifty-nine. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was my first paying job. I was... <laughs> <laughs> we all got to have I was standing, time. Well, I was taking guitar lessons then, and uh, I was about eight years old, and I had to take the bus home. And it was raining, like it always does in Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Mass? That's where I'm from. Oh. <laughs> well, I was standing up in this doorway to a, to a storefront. And this big guy lurched up to me, and he looked like he was going to eat me or something. He's, he looked at my guitar case, looked at me, and said, play something. So I played what, whatever the lesson was that week, you know, Love Me Tender or something. Sure, sure. And he threw a dime at me and lurched away. So that was my first paying gig. Really? Yeah. Tossed a dime at you, and, and that, that was it? Yeah, that was my first paying gig. Oh, my God. Well, in what, a way to get, what, a, what a way to get paid. I mean, you know. Yeah, in 59, well, that was a lot of money. Well, of course it was. Of course it was. Here's some other things, too. Uh, gee whiz. The noise you're hearing in the background is not your radio receiver. It is Toby running water. Oh. That's okay. Uh, we do this around here all the time. Oh, yeah, they they know it's a, a, a short little studio that's uh, based in the Pagan Towers downtown yeah. uh, Colorado. Yeah. Um, huh. A couple other things. Uh, this is very fortuitous that we have you here and that you have this country bent. We just got an email from uh, one of the people on our uh, WPBN email list. Can you play something country? Oh, yeah. I have something. I go a step further than that. You have a, a one of the songs you have on there is Burning Times in Texas. Yeah. That is in the style of Bob Wills, who was the essential country artist. I mean, Bob Wills and the Playboys. Sure. Uh, going back to the 30s when they were inventing country music. Whoa. Well, we were on our way to Austin for Austin Pagan Pride Day, and I thought it would be good to have a song about Texas because Texans usually like songs about Texas. Sure. And I'd heard about this incident in Houston where they were trying to have some kind of a gathering in a park, and whenever they tried to set up, the, the news wagons would roll over and, and the Christians would start oh, picketing in their, no. yeah, their gathering. So. I said, well, okay, this is burning time in Texas, and I thought they were going to throw things at me because of the, the sarcastic nature of the song, but they liked it. And, and uh, Well, I'll tell you what, let's just go to it then. Burning times in Texas. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Burning time in Texas.
point, let's hear it from you. It's burning time in Texas, let them witches be bright. They burn through the night, hey, we having fun. It's burning time in Texas, let them witches be bright. Let's burn them down for Jesus one by one. It only stands to reason that witchery is treason. Cause Jesus was there at the Alamo. We taught them to be Christians, but they just wouldn't listen. Now I'm afraid they're gonna have to go. It's burning time in Texas, let them witches be bright. They burn through the night, and ain't we having fun? It's burning time in Texas, let them witches alight. Let's burn them down for Jesus one by one. We really hate to see this, but we're doing it for Jesus. I know that he'd be with us here today. Our ways mean nothing to him, so we'll just barbecue him and serve him up with beans the cowboy way. It's burning time in Texas, let them witches be bright. They burn through the night, and ain't we having fun? It's burning time in Texas, set them witches alight. Let's burn them down for Jesus one by one. Let's hear from the mandolin now. Greatest little instrument in the world. Play it there, Joey. That's Hank. Oh, man, that's old, like old Hank, old Woody Guthrie. Oh, it predates them, too. Oh, you bet, bud. Wow. I like all the all the different key, key changes and, and modulations that it goes through. Yeah, I was asking why we uh, were putting this in here. Uh, you know, did, who plays the bass, you know, who did the washboard and all this other stuff? And no, that was my Martin. My Martin D28 has such a big bottom, you really don't need wow, a bass. Oh, man. That's very archaic. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Very country. <laughs> <laughs> What, well, how do you, how do you, I mean, you know, you, you've got a lot of different songs, and one of the questions I've also got, too, is on the Sonia Spoonwalk. So, Sona. Not Sona. Sona. I'm yeah. going to try to keep pronouncing it wrong. Sona Moonwalk. How did you come up with the name for that? Well, the the title cut is Spoon. It's written by my yep. son about um, camping in the woods and, and doing a lot of acid. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, real hippie. Yeah. yeah. He said he he just dropped some acid and he carved a spoon out of a tree branch and stirred the water up and and stirred the sky and things like that. So when we when we were 
thinking up a name for the album, Spoonwalked Worked, and if you notice, the, uh, the every other letter spells Sona. Okay, now see, you got me on that. I didn't. I didn't do that. Okay, <laughs> got it. We had another thing. If you open up the, the the look at the graphics on the inside, there's those four little symbols there. I don't know where they. I guess they were inside the the huh. or in the back. Look I'd on say the, it's on the back. Yeah. See those? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those yeah four sure. little symbols. Sure. Sure. That was just uh, Sona written in a in like Woolbats font. Who doesn't have Woolbats font? Oh, uh, everybody. Oh has man. It. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, we were going to have a contest with the album to, to guess what that meant, and the first prize would we would we would go to your house for two weeks, sit on your couch and eat your food and play music every night. I had a boyfriend like that. Yeah. Well, the, the second prize was three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to win. Yeah. Either that or get third place. <laughs> Only in the mind of Joe. Yeehaw. All right, you got a second CD out. Yeah, I do. Well, it, it it's the second Sona CD. Okay. Uh, it was actually released about a year and a half ago. Uh, there's some really nice songs on there. Uh, one of them has followed me around. I, I don't know if you have any songs that you can't leave unless you play it. Hmm. Yeah, but they keep kicking me out of the bars <laughs> for it. So. Well, this one is All Naked Women Are Beautiful. That's the one that would kick me out of the bar for. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, okay. All Naked Women Are Beautiful? Yeah, if you want to play it live. Uh, you want to do a live production on this? Sure. All right, tell you what. We're going to pause this. I'm going to let you grab your guitar, get yourself tuned up, and a live performance from Joe of All Naked? All Naked Women Are Beautiful. Here you go. I have traveled far and wide from Kansas to Kalamazoo. And in all my travels I found one thing to be true Now I admit I could be wrong, but I think that's not the case Just ask any man with blood in his veins and he'll tell you right to your face All naked women are beautiful It's Mother Nature's design They all look better when they lose that sweater Yes, all naked women look fine now they don't need a body that's sensational To make the men around them inspirational They only need to be dishabilational And they make their menfolk most procreational Because all naked women are beautiful It's Mother Nature's design So please don't be modest Dressed like the goddess, yes, all naked women look fine. This is what men say now. Now all them body styles, they don't matter to me. Buxom, bodacious, or flat as can be. All that really matters is that I can see. And you wear your birthday suit most flatteringly. Because all naked women are beautiful All naked beautiful It's Mother Nature's design And we love Mother Nature They look their best When they are undressed Yes, all naked women look fine Now, true story coming up I have a friend who's just as gay as can be And I could not believe what he was saying to me he goes to certain bars and don't mind paying to see The thing that I just hope I have waiting for me And he tells me 
All naked women are beautiful, you ought to know. It's Mother Nature's design. Well, any man who sees will tell you he agrees that all naked women look fine. Here's my explanation now. Well, naked women have an air of mystery that's driven all men crazy throughout history. They can be seductive or sisterly, but they drive them and wild most consistently. Because all naked women are beautiful, all naked beautiful, it's Mother Nature's design. And don't you love Mother Nature? They look their best when they are undressed. Yes, all naked women look fine. One more time with feeling. All naked women are beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's Mother Nature's design. Mother Nature. They curve in the right places. They even have faces. Yes, all naked women look fine. <laughs> All naked women look fine. Yes, they what do. What prompted you to write this song? Well, you know, you see a lot of nude women at the pagan festival. No. No. Well, Not a bit. None, of, none at all. And uh, it just seemed to me that there were some who were hiding because they thought that their bodies weren't exactly beautiful. Self-conscious, were they? Yes, they were. And if they only knew how good they look to us when they are naked, they probably would never wear clothing. Oh my! That's, that's the way I look at it. Well, hmm, isn't that something? Yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, we'll just move on. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Uh, kind of I an have, ode, ode to the goddess. Exactly. Her, on natural exactly. state. Yeah. And uh, the first time I sang that for a group of people was at Heartland mm-hmm. a few years back. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I knew, I was surrounded by dancing naked women. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> kind of like an invitation. Hey, come on over. You know, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. And a lot of them had never been naked at the festival before. Really? Yeah. They just they were inspired to do that. It's like taking your top off at a metal concert and throwing the bra and stuff exactly, on stage. Exactly, ah, yeah. gotcha. Except for more subtle. Yeah. Well, no. This was not subtle at all. It was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was about as subtle as a three-pound hammer. <laughs> oh, this is just wild. Wonderful. Okay, so that's on the second CD. Second yeah, CD. that's on the second okay, CD. Okay, second CD. We're doing the rest from the second CD now. Uh, no, actually, there's a, there's another cut. Well, there's another cut from the second CD that we have here, and one that I've done since then. Oh, it's a it's a chant that I just listened to, and I thought it needed some kind of metal type guitar work and to go with it. And somebody dared you to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they said that you know I'm a bluegrass and folk singer and I can't do anything rock and roll. I said, well, you know, I can. Okay. I just choose okay. not to most of the time. <laughs> you know, the thing with me is I can do country all day long, but I choose not to. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, long, all, long story on country with me. I started out bass player in a country western. Well, band. you know, that, that's kind of what pulled Zona apart was we were ve- three very creative people, but we were moving d- in different directions. Uh-huh. Beltana likes the dark, kind of Led Zeppelin type stuff. In fact, she's always wanted. We Last year at Heartland, we, we did... Uh, immigrant song the question I, yeah the question i've got uh, about beltana real quick and yeah. then we'll move on to some more of your stuff uh i contacted her oh must be about like six months ago uh, under the impression that she was trying to get a metal cd done yeah is, yeah. is she any work on that or uh, that's what i hear she's got a couple of pieces that she put on uh the, the her website the the um not the website for, for woven mold yeah i guess 
and uh, I, I listened to them. They, they sound about like what she wanted to. She, she's always had this Robert Plant fixation. Ew. And <laughs> Not there's anything wrong with yeah, that. Well, yeah. But she, we did the Immigrant Song. We covered it at our last concert, and she, she really liked doing it. And uh, yeah, cool. it was fun. I don't. I play bass for it. So. Huh. Switch hitter too, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, I play I, everything sitting in the room here. Yeah. So uh, okay, I, I I don't do any keyboards. I, I do most of what I do is strings. I play guitar, mandolin, and bass. Ah, the good bluegrass stuff to play. Exactly. You bet. Exactly. You bet. Yeah. Okay, so what's our next piece here, Joe? Uh, well, why don't we do the other one from the album? It's called Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I was at PSG, and I was uh, infatuated with this young woman who said she was half Norwegian and half Swedish and man she looked the part she looked like every man's dream of a Valkyrie so I wrote this song about her but it, it it's caught on a lot of people like it and I was in a really bad state of mind at the time so it, it's it's a good song okay it, well then I guess we'll, without uh, any more delay right, <laughs> or explanation cool. let's go to Valkyrie Will you take this mortal man on a paradise? 
about this life Tired of all my stress and strife And dying all thou hallows hid from the lights of me Hold and hear my silent plea From an earth and wind and sea Come rescue what is left of me And send the Valkyrie Oh Valkyrie, oh Valkyrie From the land of endless snow and ice Oh Valkyrie, now do you come for me Will you take this mortal man on to paradise Oh Valkyrie, oh Valkyrie From the land of endless snow and ice Oh Valkyrie. Yeah. Well, well, at PSG that year, have you ever been there? I've never made it to PSG yet. Okay. Well, they, there's a the guy there. His name is Russ. He also goes by uh, Hugin the Bard. And oh, Hugh the Bard? Hugin the Bard. You know oh, him? you bet I know him. Oh, yeah. He's a really good guy. We play some of his stuff on a regular basis. Okay. You know. You, have you met him? No. No, oh, I really do want to. I yeah. want to interview him. Oh, yeah. He's up in Minnesota. He plays in, in uh, Irish bars uh, yeah. all the time. You, you figure? You figure? Yeah. Oh, an interesting thing about him, he told me that, uh, he, you know how he does those toasts between numbers? He does those Irish toasts, okay? Oh, wow. And he said uh, he always holds a Guinness and, you know. Oh, drinks his bread. Yeah, he says yeah. the first one's Guinness. The rest of them are Diet Cokes because he can't get drunk while he's playing. <laughs> You, you, somebody said something about Guinness to change the subject totally, uh, that, you know, if you drink enough Guinness, pretty soon they just start tasting like water. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, since everybody was up there was more into the Celtic style of things, I, I wrote that as kind of an Irish pub song. And I like to middle, you know, meddle around with different styles. I don't like to stay doing the same thing all the time. Sure, no, you, you start getting, well, I don't know, personally with me, it gets boring and you start doing stuff like that. Exactly. And, and you're boring to the performer. Yeah. And uh, you got to liven it up for yourself as well as your audience. Absolutely, absolutely. you got to do stuff what you, that you love. Hey, if somebody wanted to contact you, how do they do it? Okay, you could you could email me. My uh, email address is bardspeaker. As in B A R D speaker S B A E A K E R one word at yahoo dot com. You're just a Yahoo, like the rest That's of us. Yahoo. Yeah. Okay, bar speaker at yahoo dot com. Uh, how much are your CDs? My uh, CDs are fifteen dollars a piece. Mm -hmm. uh, the the one of just me will be out very shortly. Uh, there's just a couple of remixes that have to be done. And one of the big remixes. This is a rock hut here of uh, a song that I just took a, a chant. And, and I put some of some guitar work in the front of it. And a lot of people have really given me some good feedback on this one. Well, super. And, and the third one's going to sound more like this? Uh, the third one's going to be a little bit more exploratory. I don't think, I don't like to uh, stay, like I said, I don't like to stay with one style. I have some on there that are folksy and some on there that are rock and roll. And I, a couple of country tunes. So where are you going to be playing next? Uh, at Pagan Pride Day in, let's see, where was it? I think it's in Joplin, Missouri, and I have another Pagan Pride in Manhattan that I'll be doing. So you're going from Missouri to Manhattan? Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. I'm going, well, hmm, okay, you're probably going to be hanging around with Emerald Rose and all those guys that go do all those big ones in New York. That would be good. 
Yeah, yeah, it's content. Somebody's been talking about doing like a Pagan Palooza tour. That would be, yeah. Uh, that's trying really, to get a lot of bands, a lot of singers together. That's and put Loki, them all on a bus together. That's Loki Coyote's dream. You you know Trickster, or you may? Yeah, yeah, I know Trickster. And, it, well, that not fact, just his. Everybody's the back, The first time we recorded anything was at Austin Pagan Pride Day in two thousand one. No, two thousand, and uh, he called it the Mega. Pega, Mega Texapega Palooza concert. Mega. Leave it to Loki to think yeah, of a name. Mega Tega, Mega Pega Texapalooza. You know a little story about Loki too. You were going to share. We talked about it earlier about uh, how he met his. Oh, he met his current wife at Dragon, Dragon Fest. Fest. Yes. What is this man? Oh well, she was she was there. I think it was her first time there too. She's from Utah, and she him out. from Texas, her from Utah, them oh. driving that big. Bus. Yeah, he was staying in his bus, and there were a lot of other people. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think she was one of them. But yeah, the, the next time I saw them was at Sawin of that same year. I forget which year that was. I think it was two thousand one. Sure, sure. And they were together then. And shortly after that, she turned up pregnant, and she had her baby. They had it, her baby at home, and when the, they and were living in Bogue, Kansas. Bogue. Yeah, that's that's a town that's even smaller than the town I live in. Oh, God, how do you guys stand it out there? Oh, it's great. It's great. You can look out at the stars at night and you see them. You see every star there is. Well, we go up to the mountains and see them, yeah, too. I, I mean, know. you know, we we're closer have... than you are. Yeah, okay, but you want to step out in your backyard and take a leak? Who cares? <laughs> you... Oh, one of those kind of small towns. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, right. And it, it's just nice. It's really, really quiet, and your neighbors leave you alone, and well, you know, the tendency for witches out in those Bible Belt communities, oh, they're witches. We better leave them alone. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and once in a while, they'll get on your face, but, you know, the, the, they get in everybody's face, the people who get in yours. Uh-huh. So everybody looks on it with a... Uh, 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 they take that with a grain of salt, really. grain of salt. A jaundiced eye. <laughs> All right, so if you're in Missouri or Manhattan, Kansas... Yeah, well, Manhattan, Kansas is October 2nd. I'm not really sure when the Joplin one is. They wanted me to go to the Albuquerque po- Pagan Pride Day. I may just go down there because I have family in Albuquerque. Sure. And uh, it, it'll be fun. I, I like to do Pagan Prides because you not only get in front of the pagans in the area, but there are people from the the community at large. And if we Who knows? Them, you may see witchcraft down there. Oh, you know, maybe, you never know, man. We'll load the truck up and come down and blow their ears out. Well, that'll be great. Well, yeah, we think so, too. <laughs> hey, what's this uh, last song's name? Uh, this is a freedom chant. I'm not really sure where it comes from. It, I didn't write it. Uh, I'm pretty sure somebody wrote it and is going to get after me if I get if I do a lot with it. But I, I just like the way it turned out. All right, freedom chant. And what's the name of the CD you're going to be calling it? Do you know? Uh, probably Just Joe. <laughs> All right, freedom chant from Just Joe. Yeah. You're listening to it first off on Full Circle. And... Uh, Hey, you know, email Joe, buy the CD. You know, he came all the way back from Kansas really quick to, to do this interview. And the least you guys can do is, uh, you know, support your local pagan musicians. Joe, thank you so much for coming into the oh, studio. It's my pleasure. Here we go. Freedom show. Freedom song, right? Freedom chant. Freedom chant. Make sure I get that right.
Just Joe. Just Joe. That's how you introduced him to us. Just yeah. Joe. I'm just Joe, man. <laughs> it works. It really does. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. Uh, some things that happened a week before Dragon Fest. Yeah. I lost Isis, my uh, beautiful little Doberman pincher puppy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't know. It was pretty rough on everybody. Yeah, it, and, and you know, I was expecting to be a lot, a lot worse mentally than you were. I was actually surprised at how together you were at Dragon Fest. I had time to, to, you know, I had a full week to, to get over it, and, and uh, it was quite sudden, yeah. very sudden. Uh, one thing I will say on this show right now, folks, you're going to hear this a lot from me. Do not feed your dogs rawhide bones, Yeah. except for, and you can get these from your veterinarian, 
CMTs, I believe they're called. And what these are cleaning uh, rawhides, they're ground up so they pass through your dog and nothing to, you know, come off a bone or something. And uh, what had happened was is uh, I'd gotten up uh, my normal time on Tuesday morning and let the dogs out at 6.30 so they could go romp a little bit and uh, let them back in at 7 to feed them before I went to work. And I called uh, Isis and Vana in, and Isis didn't come in. And so I go traipsing out in the yard thinking, ah, well, this dog's an escape artist, and we're going to find her down the street. No, I found her curled up in a ball. Uh, she had suffocated on a rawhide knot that got caught in her throat and uh, died uh, within that strange little half-hour period. And that concludes this week's show. Remember to be sure to shoot me an email. Let me know what you thought about WPBN, and I will look into uh, creating an entirely new show on uh, the Jackalope Radio Network. Remember, you can reach me at ToltecShaman at gmail.com. Until next week, when we have Rosemary Allen Guiley and Phil and Brogno, this is Marcus Leader, and you have been listening to The Shaman's Brew on the Jackalope Radio Network.